<laughs> Kelsey Ann looks fucked up right now. We went out and we went out with our friends for a very respectable night of drinking. It wasn't a wild night. It wasn't a wild night at all. It doesn't take a wild night to get me anymore. Kelsey Ann looks like she got run over by a fucking Be dump nice. truck. No, no, no. I mean like the the energy emanating from your eyes. Not like you I mean, you look beautiful. Like mm-hmm. your your face, your body, you look gorgeous Bad as ever, but pedaling. like it's No, it's your attitude. <laughs> it's your fucking I have a I got run over by a dump truck attitude. Yeah. This morning. Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Oh shit. Too soon. Well, oh, that poor kid was just trying truck. to walk across the, the highway. <laughs> Innocently trying to walk across in the Florida. highway. In Florida. It's a, uh, do you think the Florida just got to him? Yeah. The state just got into his brain and told like it was like a virus. It was like a parasite. Yeah. Got it wormed its way into his frontal lobe and mm-hmm. just told him to start walking back and forth across highways. Yeah, it was like you got to we walk across six lanes of traffic. You know what we do? You know it's a great idea if if you just get on the highway, just cross it. You you don't need to look both ways. Just go, just go, just do it. Wouldn't that be fun? Did they did they It's say 6 if, in the morning. Did they say if he's drunk or not? I can pretty much guess that he was drunk. Yeah. I mean, it would seem that way. He was walking across the highway at six in the morning. Apparently, he was a great he was a great kid. Yeah, he I know. Was, like a really cool guy. No match for a dump truck, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> no match. Damn, that <laughs> that is a fucking tragedy. That's horrible. We're gonna be talking about like football related stuff today, actually. Ooh, are you ready for some football, hun? <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be ready again. See, this is the attitude that I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, you, sorry, um, guys. you oh, don't apologize to them. They're fine. <laughs> you know, throw these fucking animals a bone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I have great respect for the listeners of this podcast. Me too. I love you, um, babe. So, what happened? You drink. You drink three drinks. Mm-hmm. You wake up this morning. Kelsey Ann said the, um, she said the sentence right before we started recording. She said, I don't think I'll ever be okay again. <laughs> yeah. Is this just part of the process? Yeah, it's part of the drama of it all. Growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming a real person. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't like to be punished. Yeah. I feel like I've been Are you punished? being punished? Yeah, because I had a good time, and I let loose, let my hair down, and now I'm being punished. (laughs) This is German philosophy. This is your (laughs) German heritage coming up. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's talk football. What do you got for me? Are you ready to rumble? I'm ready to be educated. Okay. So, the Florida Gators, the University of Florida Gators. Wait, wait, wait. Boo. Yeah, boo. Right? Yeah. yeah go boo. Knowles. Yeah, go Knowles, which is Florida State University. Different Good college job, altogether. Nathan. Yeah. Yes, great job. Boo Gators. Mm-hmm. Go Knowles. Yeah. Nice. So the University of the Florida. The Hurricanes, Gators, do we care about them? Oh, they're not really involved in the like UF FSU thing. Got it. But um they're fine, don't you think? Yeah, I think they're fine. Pretty cool. Yeah, I like their cool their name. mascots, like an ibis, and that's like the first an bird ibis. to re- to wait. 
the first bird to leave and the first bird to come back, I think. No, no, no. Oh, first bird to leave, last bird to come back. So when you see the ibis come back, that's when you know that the hurricane's really over. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's it's like a a, a mark, like a demarcator for hurricanes. Ah, you don't need to fact check that. <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> okay, it's one of those things. Um, Either do or don't pay attention to ibises <laughs> if you're afraid of a hurricane. <laughs> it's a 50-50 whether it's you should 50/50. or should not pay attention to ibises in, during a hurricane situation. <laughs> Don't do your own research, you know. Do your own educate thing. Educate yourself. No, go I'm by not feel. Here to educate. You. <laughs> All right. That's what I do in a hurricane. I go by feel. That's great. Nathan. I feel like that's what a lot of people do in hurricanes. Um, actually. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Don't evacuate unless you really I feel, feel like, like it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of a more of a vibe type of thing. It you is. know what I mean? Okay. So the gators. Yes. What about them? They invented hydration they invented hydration the idea of being hydrated as a concept they invented that shut up what are you talking about i mean truly as a as a buzzword as a household requirement as something to worry about as a cultural concept yes hydration didn't exist not really when did this happen the 1960s you're telling me gatorade began with the university of florida gators Mm-hmm. And that drink invented the concept of hydration. More or less, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. With some help from Evian and Perrier. Now, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Is hydration real? Um, It's up for debate, and we're going to talk about that today. <laughs> I hope it's not real, because... I I'm, I get annoyed when I see people slurping on water bottles all the time. Like on the subway, walking on the sub- around. Yeah, yeah. Always got their fucking water bottle everywhere. Yeah. What, do you think you're better than me? <laughs> well, I mean, it's salesmanship 101, right? It's like you, you have to come up with a problem to then sell a solution. Mm-hmm. So the University of Florida football team had a problem. What was that? A real one. I mean, the... The team was like flagging in the second half of games because they're in Florida (laughs) and they're wearing pads and um, the heat was just, you know, making them wilt. Yeah. Um, And it was making them excessively tired and weak. And that problem was solved (laughs) or improved, however you want to think of it, Uh by fluids and electrolytes. Yeah. But in order to market this brand new beverage to the masses and... Not just athletes, mm-hmm. aka people who really need it. They have to sell the entire world a problem, right? Yes, of course. The problem of dehydration and the solution of hydration. <laughs> nice. I mean, because you were just mentioning, like, Clever. you know, if you if you think about it, like decades ago, before anyone started thinking about hydration. People were still okay. Like they were Everyone okay. Seems like they were generally fine. They were probably fine. I mean, people were people. People may not have been okay back then, though, because I feel like they were just drinking brown liquor all the time, smoking ten packs of cigarettes every day. You know what I mean? Like they could have definitely used probably a little more water. A little in their more system, water, but yeah, yeah. But generally, but how much more? Yeah, exactly. People weren't drinking buckets of water every day. So. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I think back in the back in the old day, if I had to speculate, it'd be like an occasional sip from a water fountain, you know? Yeah. Or you'd get like like you kind of mentioned, you'd get her, her classified like, into two different, I mean, you know, very specific water fountain. You had to make sure you went you to are. the right you one. To the right one. Yeah, people, um, would, you know, throw yeah. a fit if you went to the wrong one. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but like you said, like now people kind of don't go anywhere. What if the black water, water fountain always had Gatorade in it, and that's why? They were better at sports. <laughs> I don't even know how to laugh at that. <laughs> I don't even know. That's what it was. The black water fountain had Gatorade in it the whole time. Is it in you? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, you're not really No, like I'm just this. kidding. That was a national tragedy. That was um, Should never have done that. You're not you're not like a water bottle person, but I have to admit that I kind of am. Person. Like to the gym, obviously, but like mm-hmm. even if I'm gonna go into Manhattan, like on the subway or like basically anywhere except for a restaurant, like mm-hmm. I'll bring a water bottle. It's a little insane. Um, and I actually you are you are that's the first thing out of your mouth every time we sit down at a restaurant. Really? Yeah, it's just I'm thirsty. They need water. Yeah. I, I say this in a very loving way. You just go. That's the first thing. Like the waiter comes around, you're like. Please, could we have water here? Yeah, I do. Or like, where's yeah. the water station? You're water sensitive. You're yeah. water sensitive. Um, For someone who doesn't believe in hydration. <laughs> well, I just did my research. I just, this is all news to me. This See, is a conspiracy I'm uncovering for you guys. Earlier, I was joking about, uh, I was just joking about whether or not water bottle people think they're better than me. I, I'm not, personally, I'm not a water bottle person, but mm-hmm. I do slam LaCroix. Like, I drink, I'm a pig for LaCroix. I'm He's constantly crushing sparkling waters. I'm a bubble hog. It's I, a fact. I've never seen anything like it. You can hardly drink regular water. Like, it's kind of like... I can do it. Mm, if, I can do if, it. If you're backed up against a corner and there's nothing else and you're actively <laughs> thirsty, then you can do it. It's true. I guess I'm not really after the hydration, though. I'm after the bubbles. You're, the feel? Is it a mouth feel? Like the... Yeah. Mm, the tingle? Yeah, or sensation... Like, Pleasure, wow. pleasurable sensation. It's amazing that you're not a drug addict. I'm not a drug addict. That's true. I don't really do drugs. But you love sensation. I love sensation. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, pleasing sensations. That's big <laughs> on my priority list. <laughs> okay. I mean, I I first started noticing the water thing when I was a nanny in Manhattan. People having water. Oh my god! You cannot bring a child anywhere these days without mm-hmm. bringing them a water bottle i mean truly people will look at you like are you abusing this kid what like yes it's that important i it's never like, had a water bottle neither I did kid. i what the fuck i don't even think times change huh i don't even think like if i went to track practice like mm-hmm. i ran track and field yeah like i would always forget my water really bottle in swimming practice I, yeah i don't, I don't yeah. think my parents were like make sure you bring your water like no, yeah, no one made to... sure I had like water at like ballet. Like no right. one like, and that's an athletic event. Like, and what are these fucking idiots doing? They're just running around the, the playground. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Time out. Sorry about the interruption, guys. Uh, we got a special juice delivery. For... <laughs> yes, I ordered a a smoothie and an acai bowl. Because I'm crazy. Because <laughs> you can't. can't. Be contained. Because you can't. Because we live in the best city on earth. That's right, baby. Um, baby. But truly, like, 
you have to send them to school with a water bottle. The school requests that they be sent with a water bottle. Like, oh, the f- fucking that you have kids. to, and you have to like put their name on it, and they have to, like they take it everywhere they go from like class to class, like, the playground. Like, what is this crap? I know, isn't it crazy? Like, <laughs> truly, like you go to a museum, water bottle. Like, you, they go, you take the fucking kid for ice cream, water bottle. Like, playground, water bottle. Even if it's like a play date at someone's house where they're gonna have water because they have a sink there. What are these kids like leaking? <laughs> I don't know. They're all just the, pissing themselves all day you long. Just have to. They can't like, hold on to their water. They just need to. <laughs> That's crazy. It's really crazy. I would have, I would do, instead of a bottle, I would just have like a, you know, like a sack, like a goat skin, you know what I mean? We are not sending our kids to school with a goat skin. Yeah, we are. Both with water. Yes, we are. (laughs) I don't even think like, I don't even know if like I had water at breakfast or anything, like, or at lunch, like, what did I have, a Diet Coke maybe? You go to the fucking water fountain in the hallway. Like, in between a class, if I got thirsty. You had a Diet Coke in between classes? No, no, I'm saying, like, I'm not even convinced as a kid I had water, like, at my meal. Yeah, no. Let alone, like, around me at all times. Yeah. Well, Um, milk carton. Yeah, those milk cartons that were, like, impossible to break open. (laughs) (laughs) because they were yeah they had the right touch oh you had it oh yeah yeah i was slinging milk i was opening everyone's milk really yeah i was the milk guy nice i like that (laughs) come to me i got the fingers but um yeah i mean and i think like you also hear water advice all the time (laughs) like water advice yeah oh you have acne like drink more water like hungry dude that would have solved a lot of problems for me maybe i should have had a water bottle with me Oh, because of the acne. Yeah, I fucked up acne when I was a kid. Well, milk. Yeah, maybe I should have been chugging water all the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, well, I, we're talking different we're time periods here. here. I wasn't drinking <laughs> milk all the time like an insane person in my teenage years. That was that was like That's school lunch when I was 10. Right you know what I mean? Just pouring milk all over my face. Actually, milk, Um, you should pour cream. milk on your body. I had just a little <laughs> cup of cream. I was constantly... <laughs> if you have a sunburn, did you know that? Yes, this I did know Florida that. some Florida facts for you. Here, everyone, listen. One of the first times we ever went to Florida together to visit your parents, you got sunburned at the beach. Very, And you made me go downstairs. You were taking a shower. You made me go fetch a gallon of milk from downstairs so mm-hmm. that you could pour it all over yourself in the shower. And you're like, what if your parents are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm bringing... Um, um, <laughs> Milk. Um, um, she's in the shower. Like, I had only like in some weird. I had only thing. met your parents like once or twice. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, just, I'm just gonna pour milk all over your daughter. <laughs> it was her. She asked me for it. She it's told me to do it. It's something about the like lactic acid. It's something about yeah. Who knows? But it, it know. works. It works, and you don't yeah. need to understand it exactly okay, for it to work. Exactly. But yeah, I just think the the hydration advice is like a little off the rails. Like Tom literally, Brady, it seems like water. Tom Brady drinks now. like 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 nine liters of water a day or something. like I've that. I've heard this this Tom Brady thing. Yeah, yeah. he apparently he talks about water a lot. His system is kind of crazy. Like you shouldn't do that. No, no. Apparently, that's way too much. Way too much. And normal people would like kill a normal person. It would yeah. overwhelm their kidneys. They yeah. wouldn't be able to handle it. Truly, over-hydrating, it, it's a concern. He's just built different, man. Yeah. Good old Brady. He's the goat. Yeah, he's back. Back in Florida. He Go is. Bucks. He couldn't fucking stay out of the game. <laughs> no. 
He couldn't sit down for a minute. No, no, no. Take a load off. Um, but you were saying it's too much for... He scares me. He's got m- empty eyes. He has empty eyes? Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, Look close. Look close. Okay. Your mom's um, got a crush on him. Oh, my mom has the... Unprofessional. Excuse me, that was Duolingo. I'm on day 100 of learning Spanish. Everyone clap. Everyone clap. If you're listening to this with headphones in, you have to start clapping right now for Kelsian. Please clap. I'm going to clap. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so That's back, an amazing to, accomplishment. back to water. Thank Everybody you. quits Duolingo. Thank you. Um, so it is common wisdom, right? You've heard this, that we should all drink eight, eight ounce cups of water a day. Mm-hmm. You've heard that, right? That's 64 ounces. Yeah. Everyone except for Tom Brady. Um, he needs that's, nine liters. <laughs> that's conventional wisdom, right? Like you hear it promotes healthy skin. It's good for functioning kidneys. It yeah. keeps your bowels regular, which yeah. mm, I will say that's the one thing where I'm like, water really does help. If yeah. I'm constipated and I make a point to drink more water than oh, I'm yeah. comfortable with, like You'll be shitting more, in a than, minute. more than thirst, like mm-hmm. I do have a better poop. Yep. I agree with That's that. That's nice. Yep. So the origins of this eight eight by eight originated in the um in nineteen forty five. It was it was included in the nineteen forty five dietary guidelines from the National Academy of Sciences. Okay. So they were citing the average male's weight um at 160 pounds at the time in 1945. Whoa. Yeah. That means a lot more than that now. Are you listening, folks? That means half of the U.S. population weighed less than 160 pounds. Met for men. Yeah, only 80 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So they were citing the average male's weight at 160 pounds, and then they calculated those needs and ended up with the figure of 8 by 8. Even though this recommendation came out in 1945, most Americans didn't know about it. It was not. It was far from common knowledge. It was really only a figure that scientists and doctors who were really, they were armed with this information, but the common folk was not. The average American man today weighs 200 pounds. Really? Yeah. Average? Average. Wow. We could sit on our ancestors and just crush them. We could. That's true. Dust. That's true. That's also because we drank milk. Milk. We have big, strong bones. (laughs) (laughs) Heavy, strong, crusher ancestors. It used to be like only people that you thought were deities could drink like could drink like the the thing that came out of the cow's udder mixed with like chocolate. Yeah, right, right, right. That was like for people. That was only for kings. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, emperors. And then just like your average snot-nosed 10-year-old boy gets to yeah. drink it <laughs> Public every school. Day yes, exactly. <laughs> We've come far. We've come a We long have way. come far. They were all short, too. We could yeah. kick the crap out of our ancestors. You know, like that that whole thing about like Vikings being like giants. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were they were like six feet tall. Like I'm as tall as like they, you know, would write stories about these like giant Vikings came in and like raided our town and like they were almost like supernatural beings they were just regular sized guys <laughs> nowadays mm-hmm. but that's how short everyone used to be like an englishman like a uh, like a scribe in mm-hmm. like a monastery he was like <laughs> he was like five feet tall and he was like he, they looked like a bunch of aliens writing in. it oh, was crazy totally. yeah but yeah. they were just normal normal sized dudes <laughs> we met some um swedish filmmakers 
at the Sarasota Film Festival, they oh yeah when we were made, yeah this yeah. documentary that they were took cool. place in Maria Florida. and Luva yeah yeah and they they were we were talking and they said to Nathan you look Swedish <laughs> yeah Maria said that she said you look Swedish and I was like well I'm I'm not I'm English and I'm Irish and you know what that means it means your great great grandfather came over and did something real nasty to my great great grandmother. <laughs> And they chuckled and she said, sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was really cute. Yeah. You took my great, great grandma as a slave and you raped her. <laughs> okay. Enough about slaves. Um, so pre-Gatorade <laughs> equals pre-hydration. All right. Yeah. So for years before and after, for the majority of the population, the yeah. National Academy of Sciences came out with its first, you know, dietary guidelines. Yeah. The common belief was that. You should not drink before or during exercise. Water. Well, anything. Oh. But yes, water. It was believed that water, like sloshing around in your belly, <laughs> would actually slow you down and make you feel sick. Like people actively went out of their way to tell you not to drink before exercising. Drink yeah. water. Yeah. Or yeah. during. Man. That it would actually slow you down. So somebody many, should have told that to Mickey Mantle. <laughs> so many hey, athletic whiskey while you're playing baseball. Yeah, <laughs> gonna slosh around in your belly, buddy. <laughs> um, so many athletic instructors and coaches believed that fluids also caused cramping. So mm. um, athletes, including the ones at the University of Florida football team, mm -hmm. did not drink water during practices or games. Nice. That's Before. awesome. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. In the Florida sunshine? Yeah. This is kind of crazy to me because like the most famous athlete of all time, and I, I mean of all of any era of all time, um, but most especially back then in 1945, was Babe Ruth, mm -hmm. who I swear to God was like drinking gallons of beer and eating like 20 hot dogs right before starting a game. You know what I mean? He was like famous for just crushing hot dogs. You know what I mean? Kelsey Anderson, <laughs> off mic, taking a sip of this, like, absurd juice. This juice is insane. It's bright blue. What the fuck is in it's that? It's spirulina. Spirulina. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, continue. <laughs> continue razzing your juice? <laughs> no. No, anyway, I was just saying, like, it seems like the athletes of the day were eating, like, eating hamburgers like while playing games you know what i mean so i'm just surprised to hear this yeah well your um your dad played football he did he, he was, was the quarterback of his high school football team right in mississippi not in mississippi i okay. think when he moved because he put he went to half of his high school years in mississippi half of them in kansas and when he was in Mississippi, I think they had a really like elite football right, team, right, like you right. know, because they're crazy just like down there. A regular. He was he was on the football. On yeah, team. he was on the yeah. offensive line, I believe. Um, but yeah, he told me stories of them like you know running stairs in like August, yeah, in Mississippi, and like water was like basically for pussies, like you, you weren't supposed to drink water. Exactly, that's what make I, you weak. That's something I've heard about. Specifically, football has yeah. this thing where oh, you like water? What are you gay? Like, yeah, that's yeah, basically. What basically. It was like. yeah. And like the coaches, no, not like, gay coach. Are you fucking weak? Like you don't I'm not weak coach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, well, then he moved to Kansas, right? He moved to Kansas, um, to a small town in Kansas, and like was just the captain of the football team immediately. 
you know, coming yeah, from yeah. Mississippi. Duh. He was just insanely good at mm-hmm. football compared to the rest of them. <laughs> I think he played. He told me. He told me he played both. He was on the D line at that school, and I think he was a quarterback at that school. So I think oh he switched. He played both sides that's and how switched bad they back were? and forth. Jesus. No, that's not how bad they were. It's how good he was compared oh, to that. I like that. He told me. He told me he came from the south, and then he went to the school, and all of a sudden the girls were all wearing jeans. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm, he used to have a to southern drawl. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously dresses. Like he was like. You know they're all up their own ass about that shit down mm-hmm. there. This I don't, I don't like the South at all. <laughs> I know that's the, the charm this, of the South. It's is, lost on him. Nah, no, he, not for me. He, no. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Be normal. All right. So obviously, this notion <laughs> that fluids caused cramping yes. and would slow you down is yeah. incorrect, right? Yeah. Water does not cause cramping during no. athletic activity. No. Too much water does cause a bit of heaviness and discomfort because yeah. your body is busy firing on like all levels and being yeah, required like, to perform dude, I don't know like what to demanding do with this tasks. Right now. Yeah. yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like, um, I'm sorry, the at the bottom of my priorities list is mm-hmm. dealing with this water yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So just hang on a minute. Yeah, we're gonna be sloshing. Yeah, we're gonna slosh for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't cause cramping. And in fact, when sweating excessively, it is healthy. And beneficial to replace your fluids. Yeah. That idea, though, is different than the modern idea of hydration. I'm using air quotes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's let's go to the origin of hydration. Let's go to Gainesville. Gainesville, Florida. Very old Florida. Very southern, may true. I say. True. Very true. Lazy, languid air. Spanish moss. It's up north, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that's the old thing about Florida? Is the further north you go, the further south it gets. Absolutely. There you go. So I actually got accepted at the University of Florida for their BFA acting program. Well, um, la tida. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I I heard and I still hear that UF is actually pretty hard to get into, even as a state resident. It's like it's just a really tough school to get into. Right on. Um, FSU is easier, and the girls are hotter. Yes. But UF is tougher and more math and sciencey. Anyway. Um, Again, boo. boo. Okay. We're in the summer of 1965. The University of Florida assistant football coach, Dwayne Douglas, Mm -hmm. met with a small group of campus scientists to get to the bottom of why Florida's football players were so negatively affected by the heat. (laughs) I love that they were like, they were like, there has to be some scientific explanation for that. We can't just be a bad football team. What are you crazy? I know the team was struggling late in games. Yeah, the team, the players were always exhausted. They were losing alarming amounts of weight during games, like as as much as eighteen pounds. Oh, shut the fuck yeah. up! Are you kidding me? And never felt the need to visit the restroom. They were rarely <laughs> urinating. If they, ever, they went to the bathroom after a game. Their pee was just like solid and brown yep yeah it was just viscous slush like motor oil yeah Yeah. motor oil yeah yeah despite like sweating through and absolutely soaking their shirts right of course of course so dr james cade a uf kidney disease specialist who directed the uf college of medicine's renal and electrolyte division yep and his team of researchers doctors h james free dana shires and alex de quesada shout out okay 
quickly deduced that the players were sweating so much that they didn't have any fluids left to urinate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But it was the underlying questions that intrigued them more. Cade once told a reporter, it's obvious why, but it's not the kind of thing I went around giving great periods of thought to. Right. That question, though, changed our lives. They set out to find a solution. Cade says the solution was to give them water with salt in it to replace the salt they were losing in sweat. Yeah. Also give them sugar to keep their blood sugar up, but not so much sugar that it would upset their stomachs. Yeah. So... According to legend, the first batch of this drink tasted so bad that the scientists themselves couldn't stomach it. Yeah. And it, I mean, think about it. It's salt yeah. water with like a little sugar mixed in. Yeah. Disgusting. It tastes disgusting. Disgusting. Like ocean water. So um, actually, that's something. Salty water is something that like in like new age natural communities, they'll tell mm-hmm. you to to absolutely flood your system with in order to flush out like toxins basically through your poop. (laughs) Get a life. It's bullshit, dude. It's bullshit. I've done it though. Of course you have. Yeah. Um, So this Girls have to do stuff like that. They have to. We have to. You gotta do it. And it becomes even harder to test because it, surprise, surprise, was not a hit with the players either. Yeah. So they were like, ew, I'm not going to drink that. Um, And it actually reportedly tasted so horrendous that a handful of athletes vomited. Yeah, exactly. It's the opposite of what they wanted. Yep. So it was when Cade's wife suggested adding lemon juice to disguise the taste that Gatorade was born. Beautiful. I like that. Give it to the wife. Wife's, of course. Wifeys have good ideas. They do. So now sci- the scientists had to test their mixture. Right. This is Kate again. Quote, one of the reasons I have respect for Coach Graves, the then um, head UF football coach, mm-hmm, Ray mm-hmm. Graves, was that when we explained to him what we had found, he professed no ability to really understand what we were saying, but he accepted it. Nice. Yeah, you got to love that in a person. Do you? I find that a really odd quote. Well, he's a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, he was a from fucking the... dummy. He didn't get anything, but he said he didn't get it, and and <laughs> I respected that. I'm thinking about it from Coach uh, Coach Graves' perspective. A bunch of fucking nerds and lab coats come to you from the the science, you the know, from the renal division, division <laughs> yeah. and they say, "Hey, we're gonna make your football team win a lot." He's like, "Nope." Oh, I'm listening. Uh, keep going. rattle off a bunch of fucking science terms that I don't get. Why not try it? Yeah, why not, why try, not it? try it? Exactly. It's not going to kill him. You know what I mean? It says, but he hedged his bets a little. He said we could try it only on the freshman team. There you go. So their first on the field real life test of Gatorade was a scrimmage between the Gators B team and the freshman team. Nice. Quote, at the end of the first half, the B team was ahead 13-0. They pushed the freshman around pretty good. This is Kate again. Mm-hmm. In the third period, the freshman, who had been given the solution, came out and began pushing the B team around. They scored two to three touchdowns in the third period and five or six more in the fourth period. Boom. Just like that. Yeah. Coach Graves was impressed. So he asked Cade to make up some of his funny little juices Mm -hmm. for the varsity team to use the following day in their game against, against a much better team, LSU. Ah, right on. 
So Kate and his colleagues um, burned the midnight oil, so to yeah. speak, at their lab. Yeah. And they even hand-squeezed the lemons. Nice. And at the game, Cade dispensed the drink from two giant containers placed in an old red wagon on the sidelines. Right on. It was 102 degrees. Fuck. Fuck, dude. Feeling the heat. Yeah. Um, the players guzzled the Gatorade. Uh-huh. Florida came from behind and defeated, again, much highly favored, much like more highly ranked LSU, yeah. fourteen to seven, and the Tigers absolutely shriveled in the fourth quarter. Wow! Like just disintegrated. That's amazing. Yeah, it was a huge victory for them. So, um, so in September nineteen sixty five, Cade and his colleagues collected sample body fluids um, from ten UF freshman football players. Uh, the team wasn't open to everything Cade wanted to test, though. Um, quote, they would not consent to having practice stops so we could measure their body temperatures rectally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say that was a no. You want to do the, what? <laughs> yeah, from the football players. <laughs> you want to stick what on my what? Coach is like, come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's halftime. Bend over. <laughs> yeah. So, but from what they were able to collect... Coach, I don't want to. The results were profound. And the athlete's electrolytes were completely out Not of whack. Again, coach. <laughs> blood sugar was low. Their total blood volume was also low. Yeah. This, like, imbalanced chemistry had a real impact on Yeah, you can't play bodies. football too good when you don't have enough blood. Yeah, that's what I've always heard. That's the saying. Go right? figure. <laughs> um, Got to put a little bit more blood in in you, and then you know you'll play just just fine. Is that what they used to say when mm. you were growing up? Yeah. <laughs> These boys need more blood. <laughs> um. So Kate... that's a thing, by the way. They do blood what? doping. People. What? Yeah, they used to. This was a whole thing in like cycling years back. They people put extra blood in themselves so they can like perform better. Whoa! Yeah, really? they That's have like so vials creepy. of other people's blood, and they inject themselves Ew, with it. Yucky! Yeah, it's scary. Oh my god, that's awful! I know it's crazy. Yikes! Um, so ah, who hasn't blood doped every once in a while? Who hasn't added a little extra blood? A little extra blood it's to fun get to walk the around day. With a little Kick more back, yeah. So, um, Cade puts it like this. Each of these conditions by itself would to some extent incapacitate a player. Yeah. Uh, put them all together and you can have a real problem. Oh, yeah. So with the hard data, the hard daddies in hand. <laughs> the hard um, data. Data daddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Caden, his researchers and his research team began tinkering with their concoction to better remedy these issues. So they added other electrolytes um, to their salt and sugar mixture, mm-hmm. namely uh, potassium, sodium, potassium. Nice. Um, so at the beginning of the 1966 season, a year after that first freshman scrimmage that past August, seven Gator football players, footballers? Can I say footballers? Or is no, that no, 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 no. Yeah, that's for, um, that's were, for Brits. Were rushed to Shan's hospital emergency room with heat-related malady, heat-related maladies. Mm-hmm. Were rushed to Shan's hospital emergency room with heat-related maladies. Mm. The next day, 17 players went to the hospital. Fuck, dude. Eight were admitted. Yeah. Concerned, obviously. Um, Coach Graves... 
begged Cade for enough Gatorade to keep all the players stocked during both practice and games. Yeah. And Gatorade became a staple on the sideline. Fucking A. Over the next five years, only one player had to be hospitalized for treatment of a heat-related illness. Amazing. What a turnaround. And apparently, he had not drunk any Gatorade. Ah, oh, this fucking idiot. Come yeah. on. It's right there in the red wagon. Yeah. We put it there for you. This reminds me too, like, I think it was heat stroke and heat stroke is, is different than dehydration, mm-hmm. although they have like crossover. Definitely. But I remember, um, we, when we were just in Sarasota, I drove past this Bikram yoga studio and I said, uh-huh. oh yeah, that's where I had heat stroke. Yeah. Um, okay. I was on the, picture this, I was on the master cleanse. Stupid. That is that you only you don't another eat thing anything. that girls have to do I guess yeah we all have to do this you don't eat anything it yeah. can go on for like ten days I was on day five babe but you drink you drink water with lemon cayenne and a little bit of maple syrup oh my God. so insane and that's all you get it's insane and, and you have to take like laxatives and stuff too anyway I was on day five who of that would, of not who? eating objectively you look at that you're like i'm gonna do the nothing but this for 10 days who like looks at that and goes this is a great decision sick people yeah yeah and yeah. teenage girls yeah i was like in my same early thing. 20s same thing oh, babe. i know babe. Um, take care of yourself so and i was in florida and it was summer so it's august mm-hmm. florida haven't yeah. eaten five days yep I decide that it's brilliant idea to go to a Bikram yoga class. <laughs> now, I actually didn't know. I don't think I really understood what Bikram yoga was. Yeah, it's hot yoga. They like yeah. make it even fucking hotter. It's yeah. already like 105 degrees outside. Yes. Florida and the South Florida in the yes. summertime. Then I did. I walked in. I got a mat. I'd never done this before. Uh-huh. It was also like that crazy. It was not core power, okay? It was yeah. not like friendly, like it was this like really psycho strict, like where people are like kind of wearing nothing because mm-hmm. it's that sweaty and it's a series of postures. Yeah. It's Bikram. It's like a style. Yeah. Like it doesn't, you know that guy, it doesn't just, I know he raped everyone. Yeah. He raped yeah, everyone. I know. Yeah. In the world. And, and most yoga studios yeah. have taken the Bikram off, even if they do you the know off thing. their name yeah, yeah even yeah. if they do yeah. practice bikram yoga they yeah. don't say like his name on their studio anymore he was a prolific fondler yeah yeah but this studio in sarasota that we just drove by mm-hmm. it does still say bikram yoga that's true it does. and that's like a weird like they're still into it yeah. <laughs> yeah um so anyway i'm doing that and i have my period oh i get man. i get my period unexpectedly wearing hardly anything least of all any sort of tampon because i didn't know i was going to get it surprise in the middle of the master in the cleanse middle of the master cleanse in the middle of august in the middle of a hot yoga yoga session Fuck. and i didn't notice for a little while it was yeah. really embarrassing i mean i yeah. truly like i bled through like my little shorts oh, like man. i I only noticed I had gotten my period yeah. when I saw blood on my mat. Oh, shit. That is so gross. Oh, you poor baby. So, and by the way, it wasn't my mat. This probably happens I, like, to every girl it. at some point. 
probably. Yeah. I like rented it from the studio. So yeah. I had to like obviously leave class. Like, yeah. Also, it was like two hours long. So I had already been there in doing it for like an hour and I didn't realize it was that long. I didn't know why it would need to be. I kept on thinking it was going to end. I can't and it believe never you're ended. still conscious at this point. It was really bad. So I walked out and I was like, I've, I've had my period. Oh God. And I was like, this is your mat. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just leave. And I leave, but I had biked there. Oh, what the fuck was wrong with you? So I get, I try to get on the bike. Oh, God. And I fall off the bike. Yeah. And hit the ground. Hit the fry and egg pavement ground. Uh-huh. And I was so dizzy and so disoriented. And I really do think that a lot of it, obviously... Obviously, a lot of it was that I hadn't eaten and that I'd just gotten my period yeah. and all that. But I think I was also experiencing a heat-related Well, stroke. yeah, you were in the middle of fucking Bikram yoga. You I walk was, outside and like hot sunshine. Intense mental fog. Like, I truly, like, I don't even know what I said to them. Like, when Whoa. I was, like, imitating myself, I think I really sounded like that. I didn't really understand, like, where I was. I didn't really know, like... Yeah. what to do like i didn't really know how to get home oh even though God. i did know the way home i was just that confused Dude. and that's like a sign of heat stroke yeah confusion yeah confusion um like cold sweat i'm sure you were cold Yo, sweating i was all sorts of delirium sweating. that's Delirious. what they call it yeah i couldn't stay on the bike did I someone come save you did someone come no i fell you? off my bike twice and then i just ended up walking the bike oh home, god you probably and I did make looked it like home. a zombie you I, poor I, baby well I, I probably looked so weird oh yeah oh i feel and so bad for you. you fucking got yourself home yeah this is insane nobody tried to help you no did people see you fall off the bike that's a good question god um, damn you needed some gatorade in this moment <laughs> i know i really did i needed electrolytes you needed food I needed food. You needed real actual food. You know what I did food. afterwards? I drank coconut do? water. Oh, you... I was like, this will be good enough. <sighs> you poor little animal. I know. So sick. I, feel so I also bad for experienced self. a heat-related... I'm going to call it heat stroke. I'm sure yeah. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. But at a White Sox game. Do you remember that? A few years ago? We were in Chicago. Yeah, I do. We had just flown in. It was the it was mid August uh-huh. and we went. We're Cubs fans, yeah. But we went with my mom and my aunt um, mm-hmm. to a White Sox game. It was lovely. We enjoyed ourselves. But I was wearing really tight, dark denim, like yeah. skinny jeans, yeah, and a black long sleeve shirt. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was doing. Yep, and a hat. And so the hat was sort of trapping my my heat. Too. Yeah, yeah. And you I, got delirious. I got confused. I. Got so delirious, I didn't know where we were. I couldn't find my way back to you guys. I, I remember see, that. And I had the ticket in my hand, but I just ended up needing to stand for five minutes because I was so confused <laughs> that I just had to like take a time out. Oh, it was really hot. Oh, anyway. So, um, you got okay. a delicate ecosystem, I, babe. I do, I do, I do. Must be maintained. So um, let's talk about some competitors. Um, the, the scientists at UF, you know, they invented this now ubiquitous sports drink Gatorade. Yeah, football juice. Yeah, designed to replace bodily fluids lost during physical exercise. Mm-hmm. But a few other universities had already been making similar beverages, notably uh. the in-state rival Florida State no University. Kidding. According to a few sources I found. So we could have had semenade. Oh, you're about to find out. You're about to find out. 
As early as 1962, Uh three years before the doctors at UF started creating their Gatorade, Mm -hmm. the FSU football team doctor, Dr. R.A. Johnson, began producing and serving a sports drink he called Seminole Firewater. Ah, racist. (laughs) Cool name. I think it's a great name. Firewater is what they... No, it is sick, but firewater is what they used to call whiskey. You know how like Native Americans have like, oh, like that's what it is. Bad genetic issues with with alcohol. Yeah, that was like a joke about like they called whiskey firewater, oh. and that was like sort of a racist trope. Was the like drunk Indian? Oh, okay. Yeah, because the that... Europeans came and introduced alcohol to Native Americans, and it just they just something about their physio- physiology just couldn't fucking process it as well as the europeans could and so it just like destroyed destroyed communities did you know yeah. that um fire it's been, like it's been genetically proven that if you have blue eyes your yeah. liver is better equipped to digest and metabolize alcohol i mean it makes sense look at the way they fucking live I know. up there I know. <laughs> you know what i mean look at me i know i can pound i can and pound not it. feel a thing yeah that's true that's i've got true. green eyes by the way so I'm struggling. Liver's more delicate. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry because I d- really didn't know what fire was. I know. Well, that's it. Would be what, cool if it was... just was like water that like made you strong. Like, that's, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's like sick. It's like fire burn. Like it's like nah. <laughs> it's like fire. Like Tama. I don't know. I don't I know. know. It's cool. It's so. It would be cool. It's a cool sounding name. But I'm sorry to blow Damn. this up for yeah, you. you really I know did. that was almost awesome. Yeah. See, I like semenade better. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, so it was salt, sugar, and yeah. lime yeah. and water. Same shit. Same fucking shit. Uh, except for better because lime fucking rolls. Tastes better, yeah. Um, so yeah, and again, it was to keep the players hydrated and mm-hmm. to prevent muscle cramping on the field. So this comes from a clipping from the Tampa Tribune dated September 25th, 1962. Mm-hmm. To combat the deadly combination of high temperatures coupled with high humidity, Dr. Johnson came up with a concoction known as... Seminole Firewater, which consists of a lime drink fortified with sugar and salt. Okay. The reason I read you that was because this article is dated five years before the University of Florida applied for their patent for Gatorade. So just letting you know. Uh, FSU did it first. FSU did it first. And they did and it better. It's and not, more racistly. And more racistly. Yeah. Yes. And it was written up in a newspaper article, so it's like very much confirmed. Do you see? What, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's documented. in print. It's documented. They invented yeah. Gatorade before the Gators did. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1964, again, suspiciously, one year before the scientists at UF, you yeah. know, made their little Gator concoction. Yeah. Um, the annual seminar of collegiate sports physicians and athletic trainers was held that year in Tallahassee. You know, home of the Florida State Seminoles. Mm-hmm. So there's a theory here that since an ambassador representative from UF attended that conference, it was here that he learned about the recent discovery that sodium and potassium keeps athletes better hydrated because it gives them back their body what it lost through sweat. And then he returned to Gainesville and used that seminal firewater technique on the players at UF, just called it fucking Gatorade. Espionage. So even though Seminole Firewater did exist first, mm-hmm. and it's the same basic formula that was patented by Gatorade, and it was being tested on the FSU football team, and it was written up in the Tampa Tribune, history is ultimately written by the winners. This is true. And the University of Florida football team 
was a winner. To the victors go the spoils, baby. So the year Gatorade was invented, or dare I say stolen, the Gators were on fire. They were not on fire water, but they were on fire. Um, They were as good as they'd ever been. They had seven wins, four losses, and do you want to know what Florida State's record was that year? Probably pretty bad. 4-3-3, which confused me until I realized they, they were still tying back in those days. Wild. So four wins, three ties, three losses. Compared to Florida's seven wins, four losses. Nice. So, you know, who'd want to buy Seminole Firewater when the Knolls weren't fucking good? Yeah, right. (laughs) This is the drink. It's making our athletes, um, um. Tie games. (laughs) Tie three games. Three games we tied. So in order for the drink to be aspirational uh, and catch on as a viable, like, marketable premium sports beverage, the team had to be good. Yeah. And, uh. The good team was the Florida Gators. Um, in fact, in 1966, the Gators quarterback, Steve Spurrier, mm-hmm. even won the Heisman Trophy. Although, in reality, he drank Coca-Cola at halftime. Oh, my God. I can't think of a worse thing to put in your body That's during strenuous physical like what exercise. what you were saying, mentioning Babe Ruth and stuff. Just people did... We, yeah, people Coke, did crazy beer, shit. hot dog. Like, Coca-Cola. I feel like I'd shit and vomit if I drank... <laughs> If I was playing football as hard as I could and then I just chugged a Coca-Cola, I feel like it would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But he won a Heisman and you didn't. Well, and that was back in the old days when they were using cane, good old cane sugar That's instead right. of fucking corn syrup. You know what I mean? Maybe I just say that because I'm ignorant, you know? Mm. I've only had the corn syrup stuff. Mm-hmm. You're cornbread, corn fed. That's true. Midwest boy. So the the li- in the limelight that the UF orange... Bowl appearance, you know, had um, the Miami Herald penned a piece about Gatorade and the winning team's magical, mystical sports beverage. Yeah, the column was picked up and printed in newspapers across the country. Nice. That's how it happened. Hell yeah! In 1967, after their victory and a, the very public write-up, the University of Florida requested a certified patent for the drink. A drink recipe that, you know, Dr. Johnson freely shared with the public at that annual conference in 1964. Right. So there were, there's an author of this preeminent historical book on Gatorade. Yeah. It's called First and Thirst yeah. by Darren Robel. And he thinks of it like this, quote, Before FSU fans say that the Gatorade doctor stole this, I should mention that these guys from the University of Florida weren't necessarily the first. The idea of essentially sweetening a salt pill in water and giving it to athletes was not, in fact, novel. At the time, Rutgers was drinking a concoction called Sport Aid. Nice. No, Sport that's Aid. such a bad name. It's a bad name. Sport yeah, Gatorade sounds a lot better. But it failed partly because the team wasn't good. He also right. cites a University of Nebraska athletic trainer who was using a sports drink called Huskerade. Ugh. Yeah. In 1964. It's <laughs> even worse. Yeah. Huskerade. Um, so, uh, it sounds like it makes you shit. I know. You know what I mean? Huskerade. Oh. What's that thing? You have a you have a jar of it over there. Psyllium what? husk. Psyllium husk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a fiber thing. <laughs> it makes me think of like husky boys. Like husky boys. Well, there's like, some husky boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. On Nebraska football team. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big fat boys. Um, so just, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Robert Cade. So he grew up in San Antonio. He was the, um, the type of kid who, okay, 
he reportedly played this game where he wanted to see how low of a grade he could get in every class and not fail. So he was a fucking psycho? Is that what you're telling <laughs> yeah, me? I think he was a little bit of a psychopath. What the hell? It, isn't that creepy? That is cre- It's a creepy thing to do. Yeah. So he would get like a, what, a 61% yeah. in every class? Yeah. For fun? And that takes like dedication. Well, yeah, because you have, you have to, like... to try to fail exactly the right amount. Exactly. That's yeah. nuts. That's so nuts. It's totally crazy. Yeah, dude. Um, he went on to study at the University of Texas where he got his... Um, bachelor's in two years while working at the library and nights at the gas station fucking show off show off god damn that's funny it's funny though because he so he he got 61 he got all d's all the way through school (laughs) and they were still like and the university of texas was like we'll take him uh yeah and then he went to medical school in dallas and then the university of florida recruited him to be chief of renal medicine right on so this guy's a go-getter by 2015 the royalties for the group that invented gatorade and mm-hmm. the gatorade trust eclipsed a billion dollars oh wow and it's well beyond that now oh yeah um one uh, dr james free said mm-hmm. i think we'd all be living well without it but it enabled us to do things like establish a family foundation and a family office it also has its challenges in that we cannot let what we have spoil us. I just thought that was interesting. What, what do you think that means? Like, like he's like, we're so rich. Lo- <laughs> we're yeah. so rich that it's actually kind of hard. <laughs> uh, it's really, it, you know, it's kind of hard once you get so rich. You have to, like, make sure that, like, you don't get, like, too spoiled. Yeah, like, like, wouldn't that be a bad feeling? Like, wouldn't you feel bad? Spoiled, but not, like, a people don't like you anymore man i do love that um it's like the the other guy the guy from florida state was like jonas salk he was like this is free for the public like anyone can do it anyone can use it and then this guy's like ray Kroc. he fucking his he was out for global domination Mm -hmm. that's funny with his 61 percent (laughs) Great. <laughs> psycho. That is psycho behavior. You mm-hmm. gotta admit. So the Gatorade doctors didn't know anything about business at first. Um, yeah. Even Ray Kroc-esque as they were. Yeah. Um, so their first step was going to the university. This mm-hmm. cracks me up because it's like, man, academics just cannot understand anything Besides beyond academia. Acad- they're like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'll, ha- I'll have to go to the university. Like, they, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to keep it in the university. They uh-huh. just have to. Well, they course. don't know how to go beyond. No, no, they don't. Academia. That's true. That's true. Okay. So, Cade told Florida's head of sponsored research and its university president that he believed every sports team in the country would pay to drink Gatorade. Oh, 100%. They were not buying it. Um, they didn't care. They didn't see the potential. They didn't, like, have the resources for it, whatever. Yeah. So he recalled, quote, the head of the sponsored research said the university had no money for doing this. They had no one assigned to the job of developing products, so they were not interested. But that wasn't, that would not stop old Professor Cade. Mm-hmm. So the professor grabbed a $500 bank loan, which is $4,000 today, for bottling and completed several early deals. There was a high school team that wanted it. Um, the boxer Jerry Quarry. You know Never heard guy? of him. Jerry, no. Qu- Jerry Query. Um, and the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation okay. all ordered some cases. Nice. Um, in 1967, Indianapolis-based canned food company 
Stokely Van Camp became interested. Okay. So Cade and his team wanted a $1 million flat fee for the rights to Gatorade. Yeah. But according to First and Thirst, um, Stokely Van Camp balked, fearing Gatorade would not be successful enough for the company to recoup the investment. They just didn't really believe in this product. They were like, I don't think a million dollars is going to work for us. Right. If um, $500 translates to 4000 like a million mm-hmm. back then is mm-hmm. a shit oh, ton of money. so much money. Yeah. yeah. So the investors reluctantly agreed to a royalty structure of five cents per gallon sold. Nice. And that would end up being... So much more than a million dollars. So much more. That rocks. The best deal they ever made. Of course. Gatorade's first three flavors. What, what do you think they are? Guess. Um, I bet you they were... Well, they started with lemon juice. So I mm-hmm. bet it was lemon. Or lemon lime. Lemon lime. Nice. Uh, probably cherry. No. Strawberry. No, you're way off. Okay. Lemon right. lime. What were they? Grape and orange. Grape and orange. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, and they became a nationwide hit. So yep. the Gatorade Trust's cut of the profits grew from 29k in its first year to mm-hmm. 100k, which is adjusted to about 800k for inflation by year three. Um knockoffs entered the market immediately the university of georgia came out with a bulldog punch bulldog punch i kind of like that that's yeah. not the worst name it's that's better cool. than sport aid or huskerade sport aid yeah um the university of south carolina also had gamecock punch <laughs> now that's cool um but it was gatorade that had the public's attention um, gamecock punch you know yeah then the university of florida realized it had made a terrible mistake obviously so Cade was in Munich for a conference in July 1971 when mm-hmm. he heard the news that Florida was filing a lawsuit for 100% of Gatorade's royalties. Fuck you, dude. I know. You said you didn't you want it. You shot, bitch. Exactly. Yeah. Um, back in the 60s, university-related patents and products were rarely heard of. Um, today, it's a pretty big industry. Um, like... The universities pay product developers. They pay scientists to invent things. That's a whole. That's a whole scheme of universities. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but back then it was it was really rare. Um, yeah. Most universities either didn't believe in the financial payoff of its faculty inventions, or right. they just weren't savvy enough to right. uh, imagine right. you know and cash in on them. Yeah, um, that just means they've gotten shittier and shittier. Yeah, time goes exactly. On. In the 1950s, for instance, the Indiana University left tens of millions of dollars on the table um, in its deal licensing a fluoride compound to Procter & Gamble that's used in Crest toothpaste. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, so they invented, basically they invented... Fluoride toothpaste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't see any money from it because they were too stupid. But that's the thing. Like, why should... like. If you're an educational institution, your focus should not be profit. Obviously, duh, it just is self-contradictory. But, you know, that's just the name of the game. That's that's where we're living. That's where we're at. Big education. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Florida lacked a well-organized setup for handling innovation. And um, so its lawsuit was shaky for two main reasons. One, Cade did not sign a contract that required... Uh, that was required for faculty that gave Florida the rights to their inventions. And number two, and I don't know whether he didn't sign that on purpose or it ended up just being a happy accident. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Number two, Kate and his researchers were funded by the federal government through a national institutes of health grant, not the university. 
So right. yeah, so they weren't even being kick rocks. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Gatorade had been tied to the university through an early TV commercial featuring Florida coach Ray Graves. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the name itself is linked to the University of Florida of Gator course. mascot. Yeah. The early like spike of publicity that Gatorade received, which separated it from similar drinks cropping up across the nation, was also due in part to Florida winning the Orange Bowl. Right, that year, of course. Right, yeah. and how good mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they didn't really have a claim. Um, right. Florida and National Institutes of Health got involved in the in the federal lawsuit against the Gatorade Trust, requesting delay after delay, and the legal fees piled up. And um, Florida's lawyer warned the researchers that the university would eventually sue the Gatorade Trust in every state, like they were acting like bullies. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, if you think you've spent a lot of money, just wait until you start defending yourself in Arizona, New Mexico, California, Texas, Alabama, and so on. They sound like fun. They really wanted that cut. Yeah. Um, But members of the Gatorade Trust were eventually going to be rich. They weren't super rich yet, so they did decide to settle. Um, The agreement gave the University of Florida 20% of the royalties. Um, Cade said that he and four other members of the trust got 10% and another 42 members split what was left. Nice. Yeah. Right on. So that's happening right now. Um, after the lawsuit and a pr- the purchase of the Stokely Van Camp by Quaker Oats, Gatorade's popularity surged. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So notching sales from like six hundred million in nineteen ninety, and and um, they had ninety six percent of the sports drink market, which yeah, is all, the whole market. Nuts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, today, Gatorade's owned by PepsiCo, mm-hmm. and it uh, posts annual revenue of three billion. Yep. And it enjoys lesser uh, market share because there's other sports drinks on the market more more so now than in 1990. Right. But, but it still has 70% of the market I share. I mean, it's ubiquitous. What it fucking is. sport drink are you going to... Powerade? Really? No, Fuck I know. you. No, yeah. It's Gatorade. Um, and uh, Robert Cade was inducted into the UF's Athletic Hall of Fame in 2007. Fantastic. Uh, just a few months before his death. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, at least he, I mean, at least he got to see it. Sure. Even if that is a pretty tight turnaround. So, do you know any of Gatorade's slogans offhand? Is it in you? Mm-hmm. That's one. Win from within? Mm, never heard that one. I know, me either. No, Gatorade thirst one. quencher. That's Is that a slogan? That's yep. like a subtitle. I guess, yeah. No, is it in you is the one I always think of. Yeah, 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 yeah me too. So, Actually, like, you know, Serena Williams, like, mm-hmm. dripping orange sweat mm-hmm. or whatever. Some good ads. Great ads, yeah. yeah. I remember them to this day. I do sometimes say to myself, like, in my own head, though, do the do. Like, do, do the, the do, do is, like, the best slogan. That's a great drink slogan. Do the do. Do the do. King of beers, that's a good one. Budweiser, mm. king of beers. Ooh, um, Can't argue champagne with that. of beers. That's a good one, too. Yeah, that's... Mm, it's kind of funny though no no it's miller miller yeah miller highlight champagne Champagne and beers beers. it's funny to reference another different beverage as a slogan for your own you know what i mean yeah they're like hey you know how good champagne is well well this isn't that but it's like if uh, if our thing could be that then it would be like this yeah yeah that is really weird So let's go back to the inventing hydration conspiracy. Bring me back. So, um, you know, the players felt better after drinking some water with some Uh salt and sugar and lemon juice. Of course it did. It helps them, you know, replace their electrolytes and minerals and salts that they were losing through their sweat. 
They're like, how do we get? Yeah, elite athletes. That's for elite performing at the highest level. Like losing eighteen pounds of fucking body weight. Yeah, day in a during water weight during a fucking football game. Yeah, Yeah. not you. How do we get your idiot son to want to drink this all the time? Exactly. Yeah, that was their. How do we get your fucking dumb mom to want to drink this all the time? Even though she doesn't exercise. Yeah. At at all. Yeah. or this is a hypothetical mom. Your mom is great. Oh, yeah. My got mom's a great, great. Mom. of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but Me yeah. too. My mom is also great. Yeah, she is. Yeah, but um, somebody out there, you got a fucking somebody's dumb Somebody's got mom. a fucking lazy, dumb mom. <laughs> who needs Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, who drinks fucking Gatorade. Um, they needed a reason for Gatorade to exist beyond the football field. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we get our signals to drink water from thirst. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yes. But um, if, you were, if you were thirsty prior to this, like, to essentially Gatorade marketing the idea of dehydration and hydration, mm-hmm. um, you, you drank. You were thirsty and you drank. Yeah, you know, like if you weren't thirsty, yeah. you didn't yeah. drink. Mm-hmm. It was up to your thirst. Um, but yeah, like in order to get ordinary people to think that they needed Gatorade, mm-hmm. which is for elite athletes, the scientists need needed to lead people to believe that their their thirst cues were not enough. Right. You know, that it, it's not enough. You should never enough. be thirsty. Exactly. Right. And that's, that's a thing that throughout my research I found people saying it's very incorrect. I, I heard um, even some some somewhat doctorish people saying <laughs> yeah. that like... There's a lot of those. You're, you're being thirsty. Your thirst cue is a sign that dehydration has already begun. And that's really dangerous. That's... That's not true. Yeah. That's a weird myth. Exactly. And also this idea that you need to pee clear. That's not necessarily that's super, true. Yeah. Um, our kidneys are miraculous. I mean, our kidneys are adjusting in real time based on how much water we have or don't have at, at all times. Yeah. They're they're fine. They're doing their job. They're way smarter than you. You don't yeah. need to outsmart yeah. your thirst cues and your and your kidneys. It reminds me of like diet culture, honestly. It's like right, right. in a way it's similar to like you know, you cannot trust You can't trust your natural biological yes. processes to inform you yes. reliably. No. Yeah. You're broken. You're messed up. You need us, <laughs> diets, diet yeah. industry. To tell you what to eat, when to eat, how to eat, how much to eat. Right. You know, exactly. like, because your, your body is not smart enough to tell you. Mm-hmm. And so now we have to tell you and we have to sell you this thing in order, f- you know, like, right, exactly. that your hunger cues are not enough. Like, you don't know how to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. Same, yeah. same with this, like, hi- overhydration. That's why diets never work. That's they don't they work for work. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. The overhydration thing, like like you were saying, Evian and Perrier have got a real nice vested interest in you thinking that you need to be guzzling water all exactly. the time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So in the ni- so a little after the Gatorade thing was happening in the mm-hmm. 1970s, Perrier came on the scene as a mineral water. Right. And you know as like the healthy water that other right. waters like weren't like tap water wasn't healthy you needed mineral water right exactly and because they also came out in bottles like glass bottles at first and then mm-hmm. later plastic um it was portable and so they were selling you this idea that you could take your water with you everywhere mm-hmm. and um that 
they also uh, did a lot of kind of fake research on hydrating and hydration. Yeah, and yeah. They, um, they sponsored a lot of marathons. That was sort right. of their University of Florida football team. It was yeah. like they were really interested in marathon runners and cyclists at the time. Yeah. Um, which cycling is kind of a French thing. I mean, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And then Evian came Tour after that. And Evian kind of had the same MO as well. And basically after ad campaigns for water like they had commercials <laughs> for their water uh-huh, uh-huh. um you know they, they became a household name and then the idea through their marketing on purpose through mm-hmm. gatorade and these water bottle companies um or bottled water companies i mm-hmm. should say uh you know kind of just duped the masses into believing that they needed to drink constantly even yeah. when they weren't thirsty and they couldn't rely on tap water and they couldn't rely on tap water and they, Although they had florida, to distrust their body's cues <gasps> florida oh. tap water is ass it's disgusting so maybe it's true in florida you better have you, you better, better have, have a fridge full of Evian. <laughs> yeah or gatorade exactly no truly florida's tap water is disgusting yeah it's gross we just spent we just spent two weeks showering in it and yeah. <laughs> kelsey and Kelsey had asked me for a glass of water one day and I just, you know, ran it under the sink like a normal person. And I gave it to her and she went, the hell is this? Yeah, like, I was like, water. what's wrong with it? Yeah. She's like, no, you got to do the thing on the fridge. You got to do you, you got to do the filtered water. And she's right because I tasted it and it was like, oh, my God, what is this? It tastes like somebody ground up a bunch of chalk and like seashells and yeah, it's, it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So the eight by eight thing is also bullshit. Of course because it's it is. Based, it, that how much water you should be intaking is based on your body weight, um, yeah. your environmental temperature. So like in Florida, when when it's hotter and you're sweating more, right. you need more water. The you're shit not, that you're doing, yeah, like if you're sitting in an levels, office completely exactly. sedentary all day long, you're going to need less water than somebody who's outside working like at a construction site. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a quote here. The kidneys will make molecular adjustments to both underhydration and overhydration within 40 seconds yeah. in response to any upset in water balance. Yep. These adjustments result from the mobilization armies of AQP2 water channels, numbering about 12 million per collecting dust cell. I don't know what duct cell. I don't know what that is. But anyway, that first part's great. Um, and this is why when we drink more water than our body needs... See, uh, now you're like Coach Graves. When yeah, the, I'm like, I don't, the nerds I, I don't understand. tell you what the, what the science is, you're like, uh, I don't know, but I believe it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that is how I'm acting. See? Um, so when we drink more water than our body needs, so above thirst, mm-hmm. we immediately... Not immediately, but like we discharge excess Within water through seconds, our fucking Within 40 seconds, your kidneys pee. are like, yeah. Yeah. And when we fucking forget our bottle of water when yeah. we go to the playground, yeah. we stop urinating to conserve body water. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, there's all these coordinated actions between the brain and the kidneys, and they're far far more efficient and precise than, you know, we're giving them credit for yes. for some reason Absolutely. in today's modern age. Um, drinking excess of water does uh, help people who have kidney stone formation problems right and bladder infections yeah totally but the idea that um increased water consumption helps improve skin complexion Mm -hmm. even kidney function and let the one that i mentioned constipation um is not supported by science bogus yeah 
And also like Clap drinking trap. water to help you lose weight is also not supported by science unless water intake replaces the ingestion of a higher caloric beverage like a soda like if you're replacing sodas with water of course yeah you're gonna lose weight because you're stopping drinking corn syrup all the time but the idea that drinking water just adding more water to your existing routine will help you lose weight is just it's not supported by science um i do have something here that i found interesting drinking water can affect some people's mental state it says Mm. some studies report better cognitive performance after water intake <clears throat> While females with anxiety report compulsive water intake makes them feel better, <laughs> probably from activation of reward circuits that increase dopamine. <laughs> yeah. Is this explaining your your harassing every server in New York yes. City for glasses of water? Yes. Interesting. The Very science inter- facts. It's me like up. smoking. It's like a manual fixation. Like yeah. an oral fixation. Um, there's also scientific evidence that psych- uh, schizophrenic patients um, tend to be compulsive water drinkers, much ah, like anxious females. Interesting. Um, and that a good amount of um, schizophrenic people have voices that tell them to drink water. Interesting. I I like that's an interesting idea. Like neutral schizophrenia voices. <laughs> You know what hey, I mean? maybe get a nap in. Yeah, exactly. Hey, drink some water. Or like benign schizophrenic mm-hmm. voices. Like you think of them as going like, you need to you need to kill that lady. Like that lady's a spy and you have to kill her. But like, it would be funny if you're just walking around and you had a voice who was like, yeah. just telling you to do neutral things. <laughs> Move that folder two inches to the left. <laughs> okay. Uh, so basically, if our bodies could talk, they'd say that the this hydration challenge is really just a marketing ploy yeah you know yeah a peeing contest um nice well it is it is yeah it's a Uh, it was this idea that we have to be compulsively taking in fluids is due (laughs) thanks to gatorade yeah and and perrier and evian right um and it's actually heat stroke and not dehydration that uh causes sports related deaths on the field oh true very true and those do happen and like i said they do have some overlap but Mm -hmm. it's not the dehydration that's killing these people it's actually really difficult to be truly dehydrated like Mm -hmm. you have to be a hiker lost in the wilderness yeah basically you have to be far away from a source of clean water yeah yeah um yeah, and then yeah. overhydration, frankly, that has killed people too. It does. It, it does. fucking it, overloads your kidneys. There's been some um, some articles recently I was reading about like high school athletes, like mm-hmm. football players, mm-hmm. drinking who, too much fucking water. Yeah, yeah. Or, and Gatorade. There's this one case. This kid drank like two gallons of water and two gallons of Gatorade. Oh my god. He was like, you know, uh, at a football practice. That's he insane. He fucking died. Yeah, he fucking he shut his down system. his internal organs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's true. You know dangerous. what that is? It's drowning. Yeah, I know. You know, that's, ex- I mean, your lungs don't fill up, but you've, yeah. 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 Um, I know that because I'm going to do an episode on this as well, but mm-hmm. there's an ayahuasca church in Orlando. Oh. Um, and there's one, there's one death that happened there yeah. where, and this is so rare with plant medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, people try to make it seem like it's more common than it is, but it's really rare. But in this case, it was this um, young person. I think he was like 19. Had a bad trip. 
Yeah, he had a bad trip, but they but there's like shamans yeah, there's people and helping sitters. You. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he um now they take all the locks off of everything, but mm-hmm. he locked himself in a bathroom and started obsessively drinking yeah, water. And yeah. he had a seizure and he died because he drowned himself. Not great. Yeah. Not and they were great. trying to like break in, but like they for some reason, I don't know, the door was heavy. I don't know, they couldn't break Think in about and... that next time you're on the Nalgene website. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Try to get a fucking two-liter Nalgene so you could tote it around with you everywhere. Yeah. All superior. <laughs> I think it's funny to like paint people who drink water out of Nalgene bottles. It's like, <laughs> they think they're better than me. <laughs> they think they're so... They think they're so smart. They think they're so wet. They do think they're wet. They are wet. They're so much wetter than me. I'm dry. (laughs) That's funny. All right, guys. That's it for us. On that note, yeah. I'm soaking wet. Kelsey Ann's soaking wet, too. Yeah. We hope you're soaking wet by the end of this podcast. I'm an anxious woman, which means I'm a compulsive water drinker. It's funny that it's it's anxious women. I don't know specifically. why. That's what it, the, anxious that's men. What the study sites. What do they do? I don't know. Run around in circles. Or Crack something? cocaine. I don't know. I yeah. Run around in circles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we're wrapping it up. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. We'll Thank talk you to you so on much Friday. For listening. Yeah, we'll talk to you on Friday. Um, subscribe if you like us. Give us a rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at floridawoman.pod. And check us out on Patreon. And just have a great day. Patreon.com slash floridawomanpod. That's patreon.com slash floridawomanpod. And then have a great day. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.